That was really weird. Uh, oh, gotta sleep, gotta sleep, gotta sleep, gotta sleep. Yeah, one of, them, one of them locked themselves in the room. Joe Rogan, you need to talk about me on your podcast. Donut, Donut operator. Donut the f***ing Satan man himself. The VIP shows are sold out now. Actually, Donut, we just opened up 50 more seats for each location if you want to do a meet and greet and VIP with all of us. And even Jack's going to be on each one now. I will be the bartender. I will be in a tuxedo. I'll be serving the boys. I'll be the personal bartender to the talent. So there was going to be a sign next to his like Venmo cash app thing where you could tip him that said, the more you tip me, the stiffer their drinks are. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. San Antonio, Austin, Houston, and Dallas. The 17th, the 21st, 23rd, 24th. The San Antonio Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. The Bad Astronaut in Houston. The Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas. Granada in Dallas. If you want to hang out, check us out, have a good time. We have the VIP meet and greets. Those are 100 seats per individual. And then you can go purchase tickets outside. It's going to be a fantastic time. Oh, and I just performed at the Vulcan the other day. You could smoke in the green room there it's so awesome cheers my face is start thickening like, when you start fuck? doing trt when you stop beard. driving a so, prius hey seriously yeah dude he actually you know he actually drives a prius right that's not even a joke i know that's Yo, don't I'm talk about the fuck shack okay <laughs> i'm fuel efficient dirty mike and the boys you're like i get 50 miles in a yeah. gallon on this bitch what'd you do i don't i, I don't know bro you need a kiss I'm bleeding somehow these gun tubers have taken advantage of me. Make it better. I know. Just kiss his boob. You guys drew first blood. I'm good. Now yeah. I have you good? AIDS. Or I'm you have AIDS. AIDS. The kisses are for the outside boobs. I'm watching you guys the inside boobs. You're like, you're just kissing my pee-pee. Yes. Try some of the... Did you have to use extra I smelled it. Try some of Tom's drink, Brandon. This is... Okay. I hooked him up. Tell me how much Coke is in this. Like this much. Give the man more. Oh, coming. man. That's good. Right? That's like the hot bartender wants to sleep with you kind of drink. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsubscribe Podcast. I'm joined today by Eli Double Tap, Brandon Buckingham, Brandon Herrera, and Mr. Turkey Tom, my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> person of interest. Oh, I'm here too, by the way. And Mr. Cody Donut Operator. Hi, boys. Oh, We're excited to have you. This came together really fast. Hell yeah. Bro, we haven't filmed in I a, month. a month. A month. We stacked up like what six or something podcasts for you guys. It's between Range Day and Shot Show, we're just like, all right, we're gonna be sitting there. Let, let's do three podcasts per event. Admin's so, episode we filmed in like October or September. Dude, I was and we, I was fatter significantly <laughs> back then. I just look back and like, damn, I let myself go with it. <laughs> Is that reality check? You're like, fuck, I need to work out way harder right now. I'm still worried about my autism from the AJ Wilkerson episode. I'm like, I need to watch my hands so I don't stim on, in public. <laughs> Welcome, boys. It's great to have you both. You guys are fucking highly talented and young as shit. Well, you're older than Brandon. Yeah. You By three are, months. That's, you know, <laughs> three months. Dog. Okay, okay. And then 21, just crushing life, right? You're just 21, 21? 21? Yeah, yeah, 21. He's Christ, winning. dude. He's winning. Yeah. Thank we we established you were... With three, wait, how old, what year were you born? 2002. Fuck. You were, I wasn't alive for 9 11, yeah. That's where I was going, right? Yeah, yeah. wow. So, yeah. I mean, to me, it didn't even happen, yeah. So, like, <laughs> you never were, heard of her, yeah. you, you were, don't thorough. remember, forget <laughs> what, never forget. I don't remember, patriot actor, <laughs> I never heard of her. He, he, he wasn't there when the world stopped turning that September day, no. yeah. He was in daddy's balls, just chilling, maybe. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Eight months before August 2002 was 
December or January 2002. Yeah, you weren't even in the world. So I wasn't even fucking conceived. No. My dad wasn't fucking. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, dad. Way to, way to fucking call <laughs> out your dad, damn. Dad. I mean, he might have been OG. fucking. He might have been fucking. My dad was still a virgin nerd back then, dude. <laughs> Based. My dad was doing business deals on phone. I'm grave. He's standing on business this year. My boy Brandon Herrera standing on business this year. He's selling AKs out the wazoo. Brandon Herrera. Brandon Herrera, donkey <laughs> dick eating extraordinaire of San Antonio, Texas. So is this what you guys were doing last yeah. night? You were coming up with this? We tried I mean, to do a haunted video and we went to uh, donkey what? donkey lady bridge or something. <laughs> it was donkey bridge. It was supposed to be scary. You went there? Yeah. Okay. So this the story is when did you explain for us? She five lives on the fifth street. <laughs> she can't stop eating what? donkey. Never been to donkey <laughs> bridge. <laughs> So all my homies know Donkey <laughs> Bridge. The story, actual name. Go on. The story is that like sometime in the 1800s there was some you know Mamacita from San Antonio, and she had a donkey. And one way or another, she got an altercation with the town, and the town killed the donkey. So she threw herself off of the bridge. And okay, this is the funniest thing. Isaiah's saying this as if it's like a creepy thing. She fused with the donkey in the afterlife, and now if you go out there, you can hear the donkey <laughs> braying. Yeah. If you turn off the car for sixty seconds, you hear in the middle of the night. Wait, so th real? this is this is like this is like Texas Hispanic version of Catherine Catherine the Great. Yes, this is the worst cryptid ever. Yeah. <laughs> Just a donkey lady comes yeah. out. Yes. And or is that you? Think about the boobs. <laughs> yeah, it's not Wendigo. It's like Donkey Cooch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have like a Wendigo. A Wendigo. You have all these terrifying. Well, is creatures. it like a centaur, or it's like that's top what, half is Mexican? I was, chick I was and like asking Wendigo about it. I was like, don't you think that like it's kind of not that scary that it's like a donkey of all animals? And he's like, well, it's more like the amalgamation of it together. And I'm just thinking like, so is like the donkey have like a girl <laughs> or like a donkey <laughs> pussy? Big juicy donkey. So it evolved into us sitting in our car. The front half is a donkey. The front legs. The back is her. The back is Mexican booty. Exactly. So, so one of them big old women in San Antonio. That Charles Barker. Or it's the, the opposite. Where it's just the rear half is the donkey, and the front's just a Mexican. Either way, that's some young. big old lips. <laughs> on both. <laughs> so we're in the car, just trying to make it funny, and then I, I start getting into some monologue where I'm just speaking in a. There's this YouTuber in MySpace that got exposed recently named Mama Max, and he would try to get people's attention by being like, Joe Rogan, you need to talk about the YouTube. Pick a side, Joe Rogan. Pick a side, no. Joe Rogan. This dude literally called out, like, Charlie, called out a whole bunch of people. And it, yes, yeah, and yeah, 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 I did see Okay, he, he raised money on a Patreon and a, a bunch of other shit for hunting. Like, he was like, we're crushing this. These are real life stories. All this stuff, and that's why you raise money to stop everyone can get behind all fucking fake it came out basically like, these yeah. are actually stories i just made them up he was uh he his his plot was he would mix real stories with like a hotline miami so he would be like i'm gonna kill the in hotline miami and so yeah. he, he would always do this deep voice he would put on where he'd be like joe rogan you need to talk about me on your podcast moist critical and so we we i started just going into the voice and i was like brendan herrera's donkey Dick needs to acknowledge Donkey Lady Bridge. With donut donut operator. Donut operator will be operating the donkey p late into the night with the AK guy. I thought you were fucking around with like, I thought you were doing a Joey Diaz at first. Like, all right, listen here, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, I'm going to need you to just donkey p 
monkey out from behind. Um, <laughs> from the front, from the back. I had the donkey's monkey out. No, but we uh, we were we were just trying to like make ourselves laugh because like we literally didn't see fucking anything. We got there to the bridge. Oh, he brought you to the bridge. He brought us to the bridge. I yeah. thought he was just telling the story. No, no, no. It's a real. It's what the a, fuck? I've never heard of this in my life. I haven't yeah. either. Donkey pussy bridge is a real thing. All right, okay. there is so donkey. Wendigoon brought you there? Wendigoon brought us there. He made us go there at gunpoint. (laughs) This is going to become a new mecca for unsubscribe viewers. They're just going to take selfies at Donkey Bridge. (laughs) That's that's why I wanted my gun. Exactly. Okay. To stop the Mexican lady. (laughs) He asked me for a a shotgun loaded with salt, so that explains it. Dude, she'd be really good at yard work. <laughs> because of the do- because of the half like donkey the part, right? And then you hear, <laughs> I guess she just loads up the back. <laughs> well, she, if you she comes her, after you with fucking chonklas, just hitting you with them. <laughs> donkey chonklas. Yeah. And then after she does a good job with your line, you fucking <laughs> donkey no, 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 no. That's no, all no. she says. You. No, no, you leave donkey bridge. Are you? No, no. Are no. you in the room with us now? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing nothing happened. No. I mean, we did, we did, uh, no. We did engage in late night donkey <laughs> eating, I would say. This was at like four in the morning, mind you. Last God. night, like me, Tom, oh, and prime and, demon hours. Yeah, me, Tom, and Isaiah fucking talking about donkey <laughs> in the back of our car on the road. But it was being mixed with like, we've been together for a week, just like accumulating retarded jokes. And so we've been like, our, our Airbnb is off of a road called Babcock Road. She babbing on yeah. my shit. So our new thing is she babbing on my shit. She babbing on my shit up and down, bro. <laughs> so with the donkey p- you're like, she babbing on my donkey dick with her donkey p- with Joe Rogan and Brandon Herrera. Big flappy Don't donkey. P- when that operator operated her This, this, are, this is reminding me of uh, Ram Ranch. Yeah, yeah, 18 naked cowboys <laughs> in the showers <laughs> of Ram Ranch. <laughs> This might actually go down as the most autistic episode of Unsubscribe so far. We had fucking AJ Wilkerson on. And he's autistic. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to have him back on. That'd he's going. Um, yeah? Yeah. Uh, next month we have him slaughtered for a day. Oh, fuck yeah. No, that's awesome. I miss Already him. done. That is our favorite. He's a good boy. And his podcast is crushing right now. We have um, yeah. AJ Tard Wilkerson. Pod. He's a comedian. Um, is it called that? Yeah, he's tardpod.com. <laughs> yeah. I think is what it's what called. What in Tardnation? What in Tardnation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can get way more autistic. Have you guys heard of Skibbity Toilet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've heard yeah. of it? My, uh, my son, my 14-year-old, watches the shit out of that. He seems cool. Wait, he like, like, actively watches? He doesn't. What? Actively watches it? Like, every no, day. He showed me what Skibbity oh. Toilet was. You, you, the way you said it was like, it was like Netflix for him. No, like, no, he doesn't sit, sit there. Hard and day's work and just this. pull up Skibbity Toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Does he know about Baby Gronk? Oh, no, no, I've seen him, though. You've seen Baby Gronk? Yeah, yeah, okay. on, on like, Baby, Instagram. Baby, Baby Gronk messaged me on Instagram asking me to retweet his tweet the other day. I don't know if he even knew who I was. He was like, hey, Tom, can you retweet this thing? And I was like, you fucking know me, Baby Gronk? <laughs> yeah, he's the like the most nine. famous nine-year-old of all time. <laughs> I don't even Do you know, know Baby Gronk, Brandon? Is it like uh, the Gronkowski, like the, his son? It's not or really his son. Like, it's like his, it's sort of like a spiritual successor. He's like a nine-year-old okay. who plays football. I've heard the name Baby Gronk a shitload. <laughs> I, I've never seen the, the memes. Yeah. or. Okay, now that you're back, important conversation. So Baby Gronk is a nine-year-old <laughs> who plays football, and he rizzed up a cheerleader from LSU named Livy Dunn. Now, Livy's a very pretty 20-year-old cheerleader or something, and they say that Wait, Baby nine-year-old? Gr- he's nine years old, and they say that he, Baby Gronk rizzed up Livy Dunn. 
Man, I'm glad those ages aren't reversed. But anyway, yeah, yeah people won't have a problem with that. Yeah. Anyway, so he wrists her it's up. Bit of a problem. But there's also someone called the there's also someone called the Drip King, who's the king of drip. He's another young man who's been trying to riz up Livy Dunn. So some people will say that Drip King stole. He stole Baby Gronk's Riz and used it. They're both it going after down. the same cheerleader. They're both going over the same very pretty cheerleader. And they're yes. both like nine years old. I think Drip King is like twelve, so he's got kind oh, of an edge. Oh wow. yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It cool? They do Tom like those older guys. They do. <laughs> Tom well, I mean, he's, definitely is twenty-one. He's in between. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say he's in between the age groups. So like, yeah. you know, exactly. I'm so confused right now about all of this. Okay, so we're gonna anything. bring it back. So uh, a twelve-year-old just being called Drip King. That dude's getting when he hits high school. Have you heard of the state of Ohio? You're familiar with Ohio? Yeah, I, know I am aware of Ohio. So, yeah. so Ohio is where you go to get Riz. Oh, Riz is charisma. Riz, yeah. and that's how you that's how you like get a girl. We have Riz as something else here in this podcast. I rhythm with rhythm with the tism. <laughs> so I know you guys are all struggling to get women. Obviously, you know. Clearly, so I'm, I'm yes. suggesting that you Clearly. fly into Ohio, you get some charisma, and then you talk to Baby Gronk about how to Riz up Livy Dunn, and that will transfer into the rest of your life. So what's sad yeah. is I never knew that's where Riz came from too. You said it just now. Charisma. Charisma. I never uh, yeah. you're, you're not the only one. Please tell me I'm not the only fucking you're, person. No, I'm with you. Our audience right now is like, what are these young whippersnappers talking about? They're being about? educated. I'm right on the border of like I'm, Gen Z. Like, may, like I kind of, I get some of the humor, but I'm not part of you. <laughs> I don't. You're not one of us. I'm not one of you. I, 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 I can don't kind of pretend. With Gen Z. I do not associate with Gen Z. With Zoomers? Jesus. Right now, Brandon, you have an amazing thing happening in the, the Twitter sphere. Oh, my cancellation. <laughs> the dude picked the it's worst over topic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm now being canceled because, you know, I, I always joked uh, months ago that I can't wait to run for office because I'm gonna find out so much about myself that I didn't know. Now apparently I hate veterans, and I want them we to sewer slide. Yeah, yeah didn't know that, yeah. Because of a joke I didn't make, a joke I was joking about not making, because I said it was too far. During At a what? table full of veterans during a veteran sewer slide prevention conference I spoke at earlier that day, hours huh. prior. Huh, you definitely hate the veterans. You Clearly. <laughs> This is probably the most we'll get into politics on this podcast. But your opponent fucked up so hard on that post. And then doubling down, it's like, oh, a person, a vile scum like this needs to burn in hell. And you're like, yeah, he uh, said, I need to burn in hell. Uh, pe- people like me who uh, make fun of veterans and uh, shoot up churches. It's like, hold on, what the fuck? No, it, it was funny when you made the joke. We had just come from the panel where like we were talking about veteran and how to prevent it and then you had a purple heart veteran to your left and then you had me and nick to your right i'm at a table full of veterans yeah like and the the funny part is like one of the things that we talked about a lot during that panel is like this like stuff like unsubscribe like stuff dark humor stuff like that is one of the last things like the military's failed veterans the VA's failed veterans. Politicians have failed veterans. The last thing they have to rely on is dark humor. You want to take that from them? Fuck you. Yeah, You're the yeah. problem. Go yeah, on with that humor. one. If everyone is laughing at the joke and you are the one, it's, oh, God, how they framed it. And the community notes coming in <laughs> just fucking oh, slapping yes. him really hard. It's like, uh, this was actually taken out of context. Yeah. You don't look good, bro. We better do 23 push-ups for uh, whoever his social media manager is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> one extra, one extra push up, dude. I feel like what Twitter is made for is just assertively saying something wrong so confidently. 
and then just getting destroyed really by the community notes. People are amazing at it. It's kind of fun. That's why Twitter is like, especially after Elon took over, it's become, it's become one of my favorite social media platforms. Yeah, because everybody's just like more retarded. Yeah, pretty and, much. And they're yeah. confidently retarded, which I love. I, just I love people walking into a room platform. and saying something like demonstrably <laughs> untrue. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah, especially since the introduction of community notes. Oh my God, community notes are awesome. Those are my favorite they're now. Good. Jeez. They are savage. Twitter is a the bully food. Like it's this place where I like open the door. I'm like, ah, what's Cody doing? Okay, it's calling that person a retard. That's cool. There's Brandon. He's also doing the same thing. I like it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the over here. We've got some gay porn. <laughs> oh, there's just death videos. My. Yeah, it's mostly just like fucking snuff films. But you're just like the the fucking like uh, old black lady meme. He's like, what's going on in here? Oh, loud. <laughs> Everything's on fire. Like, uh. I get on like once a week. I'm like, ah, time to check in on the Twitter. Then I see everything I've been tagged in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I growing on this platform I don't use? You're Thanks welcome. You beautiful. <laughs> I love it so Jesus. much. Step into 2024 with confidence. Thanks to Manscaped, we're revolutions are next. As the new year approaches, why not make your self-appearance a breeze by keeping your body well-groomed? Introducing the Manscaped Performance Package 5.0 Plus Premium Ultra. Razors, beard cream, brushes, cowboy hats, ultra. The ultimate inclusive kit to help you feel clean cut and confidence as you should. Featuring the powerhouse lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. This next gen trimmer ensures precision and ease when tackling your toughest hairs. So kick off 2024 with the trim above the rest and use code unsub at manscaped.com and save yourself 20% off and free shipping. What are some of your resolutions this year? <laughs> Minus to trim the twig and berries because the tree looks bigger when shrubs aren't around. What about you, Cody? What are you gonna do? I'm shaving my pubes. Audience, do you know what I love about Manscaped stuff? It's waterproof. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts for you. The Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag. Now, resolutions may come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to stay thanks to Manscaped's latest and greatest. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code UNSET. Happy New Year's to your balls. Brandon, what are you doing here, man? Uh, we just came down to visit you guys Go to Demolition Rants. We're hanging with uh, Wendigoon, filming some YouTube content. Yeah. I, Were you I, nice to my son, Wendigoon? Yeah, I believe so. We had a great time, dude. That guy, fucking, he's a, he's a ten out of ten person. He is. Wendigoon. Oh yeah. He's a, he's our boy. That was my first time meeting him, and like he couldn't be any nicer. Because we originally said no when you guys mentioned coming down here. We said no, no, we don't really like those fucking guys. And like, oh, Wendigoon's coming. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are gay as fuck. They can't come to my fucking range, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Verbatim. <laughs> Verbatim. Yeah. You said, uh, verbatim. So you texted me any bonics. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> I have a separate keyboard for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually just sent me a voice memo. You deleted it after one second. You refused to type it out. No, going on to, uh, well, meeting Wendigoon, all that stuff. Your, uh, we'll get back to yours. Your content, your editing skills, but my favorite part is the stark contrast between each video. You have, hey, here is the people in the underground in L.A. and then or uh, Vegas, mm -hmm. and then on the, it, then a month later you're like, also here's some fucking Harvard bros, and <laughs> your persona completely changes on yeah, how yeah. you interview these people. Like the homeless people in the tunnels and whatnot under uh, Las Vegas, and yeah, it's so serious. People. 
he does like you do such a fantastic job of presenting yourself and when you're down there talking communicating with them and you're super respectful and then how is how are those when you're like hey i'm putting on this face of i'm gonna be respectful it's gonna be less memes i guess there's just certain topics like drug addiction or homelessness where i'll just approach it very like serious knowing i'm like doing a journalistic piece and then other things i'm like oh i'm gonna fuck around i'm gonna get drunk i'm gonna you know, meme. So it's just like two different uh, approaches to the videos. Because I, I think you could do both. Like you could meme on certain things without making the person the victim. Yeah, 100%. And I don't, I don't want to be pigeonholed with what I do. You know, yeah. I want to be able to do whatever I want. And I'm not just like a purely serious guy. So then you it really comes across in your content. How long, um, like even doing something like the, uh, the Vegas Underground, how long did that video take to shoot? How did you link up with those individuals? Um, so I had a general idea of where they were in Vegas, and then it took me a few hours one night to, to go scope it out and find it. And then I went and talked to them to just like establish a rapport of trust that I'm not trying to come and take advantage of them, made sure they were cool with me coming. And then I came back the next day and spent like uh, six hours with them. And they were telling me all these crazy stories about the hauntings of the tunnels under Vegas. So I went back at 3 a.m. and actually walked the entire distance from, uh, yeah, from the links to the Rio. It was uh, it was fucking spooky. I wouldn't shit. do that even if I knew it wasn't haunted. Yeah. Was there wait, anything wait, wait. did you hear like that has It is uh, Cody, this is all underground and what's more crazy like is drainage tunnel, right? Yes. Yeah. And what's black. do they when a flood or something happens or a rainstorm, people die, the homeless people will die Every like year. six at a time because it just water rushes in, drowns them and it it's miles before you actually get popped out at a yeah. golf course. They call it taking the ride. Taking the ride. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Is that where the ghosts come from then? The like the hauntings? Um, yeah, there's that. And they also say that And these ghosts keep asking to borrow my microwave <laughs> or change. They want five, yeah, they want five Give dollars at the money. <laughs> gas station. They claim there's like people in suits that like haunt that area, like FBI, CIA people that work with the casinos. I mean I don't know how much of it is like uh, you know, just homeless person's brain playing tricks on them and l- folklore and what's true. But well, I know the guy in the so. suit was trying to just tell you to leave the property. <laughs> yeah. He was a real person. <laughs> He's not a ghost. Well, it's crazy. So these, uh, the homeless people also, you have reasonable individuals. They're like, do something with your life. Yeah. I was like, homeboys just telling people, it's like, hey, if you're in this situation, like, don't like follow a dream, but follow it. Don't don't become like this. And their biggest issue, which surprised me, was the ID problem. They mm-hmm. just struggle getting an ID. All of them were like, I just want a fucking job, and I want to be able to get my I- identification. I yeah. can't do that. And that's what you were harping on on the video. It was like, yeah. hey, they can't even do this. So I actually followed up after I did that video with one of the uh, nonprofits around there that helps them and was trying to like see if I could help them get IDs. And it turns out that uh, they make them pass a drug test to get IDs, at least mm. that nonprofit, and they refuse mm. to do that. Mm. So... That was something that I learned. But yeah, there's like different subsects of homeless people, obviously. But I felt like all those people that I talked to that day were like people that were just downtrodden in life and just wanted to be as free as possible. So like they had options to like go live with their family or they could go live in a, um, a homeless shelter, but they don't want to be told when to wake up, when to go to bed. They want to have ultimate freedom. So they choose to sleep in a yeah. sewer under Vegas. Because one would think like in, in, you know, first world country like the United States, like, you know, uh, with all the programs we have, all the nonprofits we have, like homelessness is borderline a choice where it's like, between you know friends, family, you know government assistance, people get upset uh, if you say churches. that. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, because that's if you don't know anything, like that's a very like controversial statement. But like seriously, there's yeah. so many programs, there's so many people that are out there trying to help, but a lot of people genuinely 
prefer they choose that life. Yeah. Mental health issues that stack. Yeah. And that's why a majority are veterans, and it's just mental oh, health yeah. stacked with that. And then you have this compounding problem, and then that's just life. They're just homeless. Um, I'm Skid Row's a good example of that. Yeah, well, I've been there as well. But people, True. people that <laughs> people that don't interact with the homeless or understand the problem are just so delusional. Just like, uh, but on both sides, you know what I mean. But. Uh, it's really telling. We were in Maine, and it was like fucking three degrees out, and I went to a homeless encampment up there, and there were some people passing out toiletry bags, and they said that the entire uh, homeless shelter is empty because no one wants to be told when to go to bed. because if they go there, they don't let them get high. Yeah, they don't. They, yeah. In yeah. Maine, the homeless problem is weird, though, because uh, where you normally film, you talk to homeless people, a lot of them are very willing to speak. Uh, in the Northeast, they don't want to fucking talk yeah, to you. I they didn't don't want to talk to interview. cameras at all. Hmm. Yeah. Why, do, why do you think that is? I think they just don't want to be known. They're like embarrassed about it. They don't see it as a good thing. They don't want to be seen. You know, they see it as like a momentary stint they want to be a part of. They don't want to be like, quote unquote, embarrassed on camera, you know? I mean, there's 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 something to that, I'm sure. Yeah, for like, sure. I mean, if I was homeless, I wouldn't want to be in a branded Buckingham video, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you have others that are. Don't worry, they're not going to watch yeah, this. Yeah, some, some people want to be, uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, have be. their story told and on their fucking heard, but, yeah. giant computer they have in their tent. If you don't want to be in a video. That's I mean, why I never walk up to homeless people like filming like, hey, can I interview you? I'm just like. No, you're super respectful for it. And in then their like, home, you know. And the Hawaii thing was fucking crazy. If you want to see in three years that gap for rent or average house cost. Very telling. 770000 to $1.3 million. $1.15 million. In three years. That's how much housing jumped. In Jesus. Oahu. I was like, God. Yeah, Brandon and I were talking about this a little bit the other night. Like, what's what's the white people word? Uh, Howley. Yeah. What does that's that mean? Like the N word for white people. Yeah. Does it like have like a like honky? Does it have like a meaning? Cracker? I, I'm not sure. It's just a derogatory. Howley? I'm going to start calling my friends yeah. Howley. You fucking Howley. <laughs> hey, what's yeah. that, Howley? Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? My dad spent a good bit of time. Hard Y. We got to take, take it back. Me and my Howleys. We're, we're taking <laughs> it back. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> Hard Y. <laughs> Howley. <laughs> Bitch <laughs> or ee, e. I don't even know. Yeah. That. My my dad, because of the military, spent a good bit of time growing up in Hawaii, and he's like, they fucking hate white people there. My dad's not even like 100 percent white. He's just like, dude, yeah. this like, it's, they they do not like uh, Americans, so to speak. Like yeah. That. Well, those stories that you were doing, it was crazy. If you watch that, it is this. There is an encampment where the homeless live, or the you don't call them homeless, you call them houseless. They call themselves houseless. I don't really do like the uh, speech policing. If you get really upset that I say homeless, like I apologize, but uh, I've never I'm heard keep houseless saying it. in my life. I didn't until that video. Isn't it the same fucking thing? Home house. They're just being picky. Like show us extra respect by saying exactly what we want you to say. I actually like, resent that. Know. It's not a waffle house. It's a waffle home. Waffle home. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's, welcome to waffle home. <laughs> we beat the shit out of you. <laughs> but it's, it's houseless. My wife is my. It's partner. houseless this year, but it, it's in two years. It's gonna be some other fucking thing. Like so, yeah. It's crazy because you had these individuals. Uh, you had like that one girl that was houseless for however long, went through high school, just mm -hmm. didn't tell anyone. You have these stories of overcoming, and she's like, yeah, I'm houseless. And the rules to live in these little areas, like you can't steal, they have rules, and like, hey, just follow these, and you can stay here as long as possible. And all of them were like, yeah, they're super respectful, no one steals from us. Everyone gets along. Like, okay, they have something going in the right direction, and a majority are is they have full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. Like 50% of them work full-time. They just can't afford fucking housing. They're like, yo, how much is like a condo there? Fucking unbelievable. And if you look up the HOA prices, uh, bro, dude, dude this makes me shit myself. Shit. Cody, guess how much HOA? Brandon and Cody, guess how much HOA is in Hawaii? HOA, you know your monthly? Yeah, yeah. Just, just like HOA monthly? prices. Yeah, how high do you think they can get? 
Well, it depends on the community that you're living in. Yeah. Hawaii isn't... Okay. Like, is this your like, average is, is fucking this a gated, gated community? Or? It will say a nice gated community. Yeah. Per month or per year? Per, per month. month. 500 bucks. Yeah, I'll go with him. $2,000. Jesus Christ. 24 grand a year. Fuck you, Baltimore. And very commonly, just for a condo that is not nice with no perks, 700 800 How do they Hawaii? Holy shit. Sorry. I think with the weather, a lot of the You're not even a better I'll something else myself. I'm going to do push-ups for you, bro. How do they justify it? I believe I was told, if I remember correctly, that with like the weather and the aging of the building, there's like a lot of upkeep they have to do or some fucking bullshit. For 24 grand a year per tenant, tear it down Yeah, build another one. It's it's really uh, absurd. Dude, that's wild. So how do you survive out there if you you know are an uneducated person that doesn't have a high paying job? Yeah, like if you're working in the service industry, like you know you're a waiter or like a bartender. You're or not like getting that. you're, you're fucked. Fucking twenty four. You you're spending two grand of your money. You're like okay, HOA's paid this month. Wish I could get rent. Yeah. Damn, glad I finally, <laughs> thank God I finally paid off my house. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Say you get a 400 square foot condo, costs $1,800 a month with a $700 HOA. You're screwed. I mean, so everyone's like a lot of Native Hawaiians are leaving the area. No shit. Do you guys know about, the, do you guys know about the Native American Micronesian uh, racial beef that's going on? It's good too. It's fascinating. No. no. So in the late 50s, uh, America dropped like 57 nuclear bombs on Micronesia for testing purposes. What's and, it called? Uh, the Bikini Atoll, Bikini Bottom, yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants. You know there we go. Yeah. We know so we did, nukes. No, so that, I think we talked about this on the podcast before, the amount of nukes that have been dropped just in testing over the, like, how many nukes do you, there's only been two two nukes dropped ever in warfare. Yeah. How many nukes do you think have been dropped total? Definitely hundreds. 1,200? It's like thousands. It's like, really? 20, it's, I want to say it's over two grand. I would have guessed like 40 before I like researched the shit. Yeah, like we dropped so many fucking nukes just out of testing between us, the Soviet Union, you know, whatever. Russia was big. Russia, like with the uh, SAR, it was... 100 megaton bomb, and they're like, meh, half it. And they dropped in like, mm. I'm sure the fish had a really good time <laughs> oh, with that. Yeah. Yeah. They dropped this on land. The, the SAR is one of the most insane They bombs. dropped it on land? Yeah, they did an air detonation Do you on know land. where? 2056 nuclear Whoa, weapon wow. testing since uh, <laughs> yeah, that's way 1945. More. Way more than I think. And for reference, you have, was it 1,000 kilotons to equal a megaton, or is it 100? I think it's 1,000. So what just happens to all the land that, that's used for? Is a lot of it was fucked? underwater. Underwater. Yeah. I mean, the fish down there, I imagine, are not enjoying that too much. That's where SpongeBob well, goes. Yeah, exactly. Godzilla. I'm a Japanese man. I'm a Japanese man. One of the bits that never made the podcast. <laughs> Rip. When I went to Japan, if I talked to the Japanese people in my regular voice, they wouldn't know what the fuck I was saying. But if I was like, oh, sushi fish, I feel like they would get it more. Oh, 100%. Did you experience I that? I was like, arigato gazamis. I am a. Right. Like you have to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's weird even talking in uh, Japanese because you're like, arigato. Like you have a higher cadence yeah. of speaking. Like, why do I do that automatically when I, whatever? <laughs> All that goddamn anime. I got some ass. Speaking of which, I, wanted, I need to watch the new solo level. Dude, Dude the new solo is good. All right, it goes hard. So everybody at the table watches anime except for me. I'm not a big anime guy. I, I, I really, he, I fucking Eli gets me and Brandon into it. I get good yeah. ones. You Did you just like, fucking anime yeah, pose on that, you <laughs> fucking queer? <laughs> You're going to start doing this? <laughs> A rainbow flies over my head. <laughs> so no more, you know. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I've watched like three actual animes I've enjoyed. I'm not, I've, I'll, I never really got into anime, but he fucking, like two of them are because of Eli. There's like a few I like, but the voice acting always throws me off. Like I feel like in like American animation, they can have like a, hey, how's it going? And anime is like, hello, how's it going? Like it always has to be like a super exaggerated. It's very cartoony. Like, yeah, exactly. I know, obviously, it's a fucking cartoon. I get that, but like. It's very exaggerated. I like Death yeah. Note. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched Death Note and you want like strategery on brain, Fucking and one of the most base dudes you'll ever meet. He's like, well, I'll just fucking kill everyone that disagrees. We're just gonna me. kill him. I'm gonna write your name in this book. You probably like. Uh, well, sir, I did watch the Netflix adaptation. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, so Hawaiians hate Micronesians because the oh, American government yeah. is giving Micronesians like free housing and uh, free healthcare and just like benefits. So there's like a huge, they, large beef. degree. How much they were giving? How much property did they get or housing and stuff? I don't know all the... I, I can't remember at this point, but I know I, that they the Hawaiians call the Micronesians cockroaches and, like, hate them. Yo, right? based. You don't hear that on the fucking news. So based. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's fucking wild. They were... Yeah. yeah, that's some hate right there. I think it's really interesting when, like, strange uh, racial groups, like, have uh, racism because you always just hear about, like, the white versus black zeitgeist, so Micronesian versus Hawaiians. And they hate the Island Boys. That was cracking. All right, boys, new racism just dropped. Check it out, you guys. That new racism patch. Make sure you download it tonight. Get the Micronesian DLC. (laughs) (laughs) Update your racism. We can hate who now? What? At the click of a button? This is Joe. The age of technology, I swear. Yeah, the new derogatory terms. (sighs) Unlocked. Howley? Yeah. And then Howley DLC and cockroaches have apparently derogatory towards uh, Micronesians. I call people cockroaches, but they're not Micronesian. There's a lot of people that that, they're YouTubers. I didn't know what the fuck a Micronesia was. I thought you were talking about Turks. Where's Macronesia? I thought you were talking about Mexicans. (laughs) Turks. Yeah, Turks. That's actually that is legitimate. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that would make sense. Fuck them. Turks, Romanians. Glass Istanbul. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) What's something racist you can say to Bulgarians? I don't know. Just insult them for being fucking stupid. Just call them fucking Bulgarian. Bread. Yeah, Bulgarian. <laughs> you fucking Bulgarian. <laughs> That's derogatory enough. What are you from fucking Bulgaria? Bulgaria is one of the only countries that ever built the AK properly. So much respect okay. for that. Shout, Shout out Arsenal. Man. You guys are doing Yeah, we it. love our Bulgarian oh, audience. All right. Oh, I have one. I feel fucking drunk from this. We're going to do, we're going to talk yeah, about guns. I do want to compliment your level of, but you have a team that works for you. Yeah, get that dick. <laughs> but you're doing like I'm having a stroke one hour to four hour videos and they are well edited both of y'all's fucking videos oh, he's, a, he's a machine great how long does one video take when you do your research on a just a random individual so if you see a video that's come out it's probably been in the work for three four weeks probably um, at minimum um, one video we just finished that's going out soon is about Randy Stare he was a uh, mass murderer who he, he believed that, okay, context. You guys know Danny Phantom? <laughs> it's about to get crazy. Yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Love there's a character shit. in Danny Phantom The guy who was made by the dude who liked feet? Bush Hartman. Yeah. No, no, that's or, uh, no, the, uh, that's uh, Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Okay, so. Dan Schneider. Where are all my bitches at? I need all my bitches at. need all my bitches. You see you put on his whack. All right. Okay. But anyway, uh, so so he, he was a... To uh, anybody who doesn't get that reference, that was really weird. <laughs> he was a YouTuber yeah. named Randy Stair, who uh, he had like a small channel with 10,000 subs. He was actually acknowledged by a lot of big people. Like he sent Markiplier fan art and Markiplier, uh, or sorry, like a fan mail and Markiplier acknowledged it. He made his, an appearance in a Ray William Johnson video. 
He was acknowledged by Fred, commented on his video. So he had like some attention. Um, but anyway, he- He's like uh, old school. Yeah, old school. Um, he's been, he was around for a long time. But uh, due to mental health issues, uh, he not only was a transgender, which there's nothing wrong with that, but also uh, he delusionally believed that uh, the afterlife was comprised of Ember's ghost squad. So Ember is a villain from Danny Phantom that sings a song called Remember. He would listen to that on repeat, and he believed that in the afterlife, if he killed people, he would then become a part of Ember's ghost squad. And so uh, he, like, fantasized the Columbine shooters and From all that every, shit. Everything else you told me, I would have never guessed he was delusional. No, no. I mean, that's that's the most reasonable thing he believes, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he ended up shooting up a supermarket and killing four people. Fuck me. Um, and then killed him. Uh, and, okay. When, not, when was this? 2018, 19. Shit. Not to make light of the shooting, but I believe, as I've been researching, there was one girl who was in the store who made it out because she had her headphones in. She didn't know what was going on. So she was just, like, chilling over here, and he was like, bow, 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 bow. And she's just like, what just happened? Anyway. Um, was this Buffalo? No, no, it was, it was no in, that, was, that was only like a year or two ago. This is, ago. A, this oh, is okay. in Pennsylvania. It was oh, like gotcha. 2017, 18, something like that. Uh, but we just finished a video about this, so uh, we wrote it. We finished writing it. It probably took two months to write back in. Um, Why I have say, I never heard of this? It's uh, it's like a, you've probably heard if you look up like the Danny Phantom Killer. There's videos with like a lot, like 13 million views on YouTube about it, but sure. they're not as in-depth as what I'm doing. But um, we finished writing it back in November. It's like 27,000 words. It's like 80 pages <gasps> or something. And we just finished editing it uh, like the other day while I was here. And we got to do, now we have to do revisions on it. And my editor who's been working on it is working on a fucking Chromebook. So I got to buy him a new computer for the next one. But um, that's a particularly long one. That one is like a two hour long video for an hour one. Um, if it's just about like a random lol cow, that could take as short as like a month or something like that. Um, but usually as, it's like as short as a cow. month, dude. A lol cow is the best shirt. You you better have a shirt. That's He's just one of the milk. Cows. You don't know lol cow? I've never heard that before. Yeah. Oh, it's like milk the or... Wings of Redemptions, the Wings of Redemption DSP Boogie. Yeah. These are like the super mainstream ones, though. I, I Randy Stare is someone I see as like a school shooter lol cow, basically. I've... What the fuck is a lol cow? Same. A lol cow. A lol cow. Somebody just gets like laughed at a lot on the internet. They call them a cow because you milk them for laughs. Yeah. So, oh. so it's like, so it's like, oh, yeah. so it's oh, like, so like the people L that are there. Oh, so like LOL cow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, hey, Cody, yeah. you hate He's when cool I make fun of your hat. I'm going to poke you, make fun of your hat, and milk you for the content. Is basically oh, okay. They're the people that basically make their living off of being hated. Oh. Yeah, or so, I mean, a lot of them don't make a living. They're just hated. But, they, yeah. but they're, they're addicted to the internet. They have no self-awareness. Boogie. Um, Dark Side Bo Boogie's a big one. DSP. Yeah. Chris Chan is like the most infamous one of all time, I would say. The, the goat? Did he's, you just call him the fucking goat? The goat is the goat. Zur is the goat. Okay, dude, the the level you deep dive on these individuals, it is insane. Because I'm trying to, yours is like very consumable. So I'm like taking notes yesterday and today, and then yours, I'm like, I was showering. I was like, just put this on while I take my shower and listen to you talk. Okay, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Fast forward a little bit. That's okay. the experience I have a lot of listeners, and that's how I watch a lot of YouTube too. I watch it. I'm like listening to it while I'm doing something else. Yeah. In the shower, working out, yeah. something like that. Um, masturbating, listening to Wendigoon. Yeah. That's fair. So today we're going to yeah, talk okay. about the conspiracy theory. So, um, and then you hit. Uh, I'm, at the tip, I'm at the tip of my iceberg. <laughs> I am at the tip of my iceberg. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, I've just been, I've been like a super internet person. Like I've been like terminally online, I would say, since I was like, I don't know, 13 or something. So I'm just like so into it. And I actually like, like these stories and care about them. But so. you, and it shows cause you're doing like, if you guys haven't watched some of his big content, you see a three, 
nine months ago, you have a video that is three hours long, four hours long. It's also the Chris Christian. Yeah. Christian. It's also 10 million views in nine months. You're like, and the level of dedication and how much information and how you do the videos is fucking ridiculous. I appreciate that. I think it's my most popular video. Christian is a, anytime I do a Christian video, like it will blow my views out of the water to the point where you guys know how you have that's like unfortunate. The, you know, how you have like the ranking system of like views. If I get a one out of 10 on a Chris video, I just disregard it as like, <laughs> it's a freebie because uh, it's just like people fucking love that story so much. And Chris is really the inception of, Lol cow culture. Um, he's like the reason why so many people are followed the way they are. So many trends and websites were created because of that. Like Kiwi Farms was created because of Chris Chan and all these websites that follow lol cows sort of obsessively, I would say, hmm. um, exist because of Chris. And then there's all these other people like Boogie, DSP, Wings. They get brought into the fold as like YouTube lol cows. Um, and there's like a whole universe of them. Cyrax is one of them. There's like a whole, there's a whole cinematic universe in my head. Some people have Marvel with Iron Man. I have like internet retarded people who I watch. It's so crazy. The, the generation gap. Cause like there's probably people watching this podcast that are in their, you know, thirties, forties, fifties who have no fucking clue who 90% of these people are. You probably, but also to, to be fair, a lot of people my age don't know who they are. I am super autistic with this. That's shit, fair. So yeah. well, you've come to shows. the right place. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate okay. that. Yeah. Well, you have three, you, you guys have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Everyone automatically knew the finger. You have gun autism. He has cop autism. I just have autism. Autism. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, you should talk about how you built out your like team and how you leveled up your business. Yeah. So a few years ago, I uh, was putting out videos semi consistently, but it was like it would probably take me like three weeks to a month to get a video done, and that just wasn't enough um, to compete. And so I started hiring people. So uh, at this point, I have like eight contractors who work for me. Uh, one of them over here, Lucas, is filming. Uh, he does my new channel, Tom IRL. Uh, this is why we're here. And then uh, I have a second channel, Tom Dark, or Tom After Dark, where I do like... Tommy Darko? Tommy Darko, you could say. Luke, get on camera. No me. relation to my race. Uh, but we do... Uh, <laughs> Luke, <laughs> I'm Luke. Allowed, I'm only allowed if he tells me. Oh. He can come show us. You can give me a camera. Here, take my seat. Just say hi real quick. I gotta take a fat piss. On yeah, yeah, take that fat. Do you need help? Right. So this guy is. Uh, help you. I like that shirt. <laughs> this guy's been filming and editing all the IRL stuff, which is a new thing. But my second channel is more of um, topical stuff. Well, every, so every day, I think like moist critical. Something's going on. I'm gonna talk about it in the YouTube Could sphere. Could you try to look more uncomfortable here? No, dude. I'm, like, How often are you in front of the camera, bro? Uh, not often. I mean, sometimes Tom will like put me in when he says he doesn't pay me at all on videos and stuff, and then I can like sneak myself in, and everyone will comment like, "Can you please play the camera guy?" Like, can you actually pay him? I won't fucking pay him. You know, I don't. Get, I actually, yeah, I actually <laughs> don't get paid. Happening. We'll film videos and like he'll like make every time we meet a new character or meet a person that we film, it's adamant that he mentions the first thing is I actually don't pay him. He just like he pays me to film. Like yeah. I'm a blessing in like I'm a blessing in disguise to be filming with. Yeah. He buys me dinner. He pays for my plane tickets. I'm like a gentleman. Like a gentleman. He's he on it. He be on it. Like a be babbing on your shit. He be babbing for Brandon. Him. He might be the only oh, guest to yeah. have you beaten hair. He has that yeah, cloth going. Yeah, you got those waves. You got the wave going on. Yeah, yeah, I'm white too. You have yacht club hair. You're white, really? <laughs> I'm white. For real. For real. You're so not B tier, bro. Oh, you I appreciate yacht that. Yacht club hair. So, so not, good. so not B tier is. Oh man, that's the new name. So not B tier, Brandon. You're S tier, dude. I like <laughs> you more than my son. You know that. I like your name too. Your first name is pretty cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck Solid everyone name. named Brendan. This is the new. Uh, yeah. No. No. Brendan's can fuck off. Yeah. Brendan's no. Piece of shit. Brendan's Brendan. fuck tier by cockroaches. Yeah. But I think what's cool about Tom like emerging into the IRL scene is it's it's really good because the video essays I feel like have a certain like ceiling and limit that you can hit where you can only go like so many videos and talking points that you can like do about people emerging into the IRL scene like gives them a total new level of creators to meet and like yeah. people to talk about 
and it just takes the journalism content to like a whole nother level. Well, because like what Brandon does, like what I do is like I have a sort of insecurity or gayness about it because it's like I'm sitting behind a camera judging people from afar. If you're doing in-person IRL content meeting someone, you're going to have a different impression of them, whoever they are. And so in my mind, combining the oh, traditional... Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> He's getting turned on. In my mind, if you combine the traditional research with the in real in real life stuff, I think that could make a really cool kind of content, like what people like uh, iDubs, like what done. he used to do. I was just going to say iDubs. Oh, yeah, yeah the content cops. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, back when iDubs was funny. Was Con- cool. I mean, content cop. The airsoft fatty video is a really good example. I know the Sam Hyde <laughs> video has some. He has some beef with Sam, but I still think that those both videos work in tandem really well. And that was like some of my favorite piece of content that came out, whatever that year was, twenty twenty one, twenty two. Um, so I really like that kind of stuff. Like, so my my real goal is like combine what Brandon does with what I do, which is why you guys met destiny the other day. He came out here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I filmed with him for a week recently. We'll be dropping a like week long. We got like a hundred hours of footage documentary about him pretty soon. Um, so that should be, that should be good. What are you going to talk about in that documentary? Like what, what's, what's your goal when you meet up with people like this? Like, what do you, what do you, uh, go in there with the intent of doing? So the goal is sort of twofold. It's like, what is the public perception and what is the private perception? So with destiny, somebody who's streamed like fucking 10 hours of his life every single day since he was, I don't know, 19 years old, 20 years old. Um, the goal, he's 35. Okay. He was, uh, some people don't know this. He was like, I think the first time, the first full-time live streamer. Um, no ever. shit, I didn't know that. Um, he goes way back to the beginning. Um, and he was also the first, he did the first IRL live stream way back in the day. He would uh, call himself on Skype on his phone on live stream and drive in his GTI to McDonald's to get food in the middle of the night. And nobody else is doing that. Um, and you, you couldn't even do that on Twitch back in the day, so I think he would get banned because Twitch used to have archaic rules like you can't do IRL streaming. It has to be fucking gamer Crazy. shit. I can't um, But I find Destiny super interesting. He's super fascinating to me. He's like a liberal, but he's edgy. You know, he uh, is progressive, yet he says slurs, which to the average person is like, how does that fucking compute? But in my mind, it makes perfect sense, um, and I've been watching him for a long time, and he's uh, also reaching kind of a new apex on YouTube and stuff. He just debated Alex Jones. He debated Alex Jones and Ben Shapiro in the same week that I was filming with him. Yeah. And now he just debated Jordan Peterson. He's debating Norman Finkelstein very soon. Oh, I want to watch that Jordan Peterson debate. That would be really fun. Really good. Yeah, yeah really good. Because, like, obviously I, I disagree with his politics almost, like, just vehemently. But I, the thing that I, I can say about him is that he seems at least honest. I think he is honest. He, he's not, like, yeah. one of those, like, fucking virtue signaling, no. you know, Fox. He's, he's, he's right actually, in honest. And the, 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 the interesting yeah. thing about... <laughs> a right, right in honesty, you say. Yeah. He's the, my son's honest. <laughs> the interesting thing about the virtue signalers you're talking about, which, to me, the biggest one is Hassan Piker would come up in my mind. Mm-hmm. Hassan Piker? Hassan Piker, I'm coming to kill you! Okay. He came from <laughs> Destiny's... No, car. in real life... <laughs> So he came from Destiny's community. So Destiny really? was streaming for 10 years before Hassan started streaming. And Hassan was just like a little guy, Destiny's community. He was streaming with sometimes. And then he blew up. And then they had various debates and disagreements eventually. I think once Destiny realized he was a full-on, like, tanky, communist, like, revolutionary, rather than, like, a somewhat reasonable democratic socialist... Um, and then they had like a big split off. And the same applies to Horsecock guy, Bosch, Horsecock Polycon oh, Bosch, who also is from Destiny's community, blew up. Not really. Bro, tell them the Bosch right, thing, right, please. Tell us about okay, yeah, let's do like, a pause. Cold turkey might be great on a sandwich, but sometimes it's not the easiest thing when you're breaking bad habits. We're not talking about some weird, crazy mind voodoo from your neighbors. Use your own sarcastic example. We're talking about our sponsor today, Foom. 
and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. Award-nominated device that does just that. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Right, Henry? Help me. You're going nowhere, Henry. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard. But switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 people and has thousands of success stories. And there's no reason you can't be too. Join fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head over to tryfume.com and use code unsub to get 10% off your journey pack today. That's tryfume.com. T-R-Y-F-U-M-E.com. Code unsub. The horse cock. This shit is Okay, so, so, so Vosh is a communist YouTuber that came from Destiny's community. He Does has anybody like, want another drink while we're going into this? <laughs> like he would hate it. you guys. Nick, fat electrician right now, now is like, to, to, be, to be honest, I, I kind of hate us too sometimes, but you know. So he has like 500,000 subs on YouTube, but uh, the other day he was streaming and he accidentally opened up a folder that said taxes on it. And in the taxes folder was illustrations of little girls getting. Oh, how'd that go? Not well, <laughs> not that well. Yeah, not. Why that did? Good. What do you think? How that? He, he practically I, doubled down. Not practically. He did. He was like, "Look, I thought they were a short stack goblin type thing. First of all, not a little girl, and secondly, I just want to be the horse." And he walked himself through like if he was the therapist, if he was going to a therapist to talk about the horse thing. Is he fucking here? He doesn't want to be a human with a horse cock. He what is that sound? You heard that. Right? There was definitely th a thud. There was random sounds. Dude, when I was setting up these cameras, sorry to interrupt, there was fucking random sounds. I heard walking upstairs. I went upstairs with my gun. I was like, no one's here. What the fuck is walking upstairs? Is the outside right there, or is there a room? No, there's that's outside. That's, outside that's, right that's the outside. You heard that, though, right? Right there? That sounded like somebody is wrestling is in the walls. Right now? 3 a.m. As I put my gun back on before I sit down, like, okay. Yeah, CNN just shit on me, speaking of CNN. Really? Yeah. What's CNN do to you? They uh, had me in one of their videos about Kensington, Philadelphia, and said that I exploit people for clicks. What'd you do there in... I did, the exact, I did the exact same thing they did. I went to Kensington, Philadelphia, and documented <laughs> the drug addiction and trank epidemic that's going on. The fucking irony... Of anyone from Turner Broadcast Group saying you exploit people for Crazy. clicks. Like, what is my ulterior motive? What am I doing? What's the spin I'm putting on it that's unjust or unfair? Like, what they did was just what you do, but like less funny, less entertaining. Like, there was no like good edge to it. There's just like, there's a shitty. And then they were like, and by the way, you're the same. You do what I do, but without retention. <laughs> the, the, the main criticism I saw was like, you really filmed someone shooting up heroin? And I'm like, yeah, he asked me to multiple times, and I filmed it, and it's in the video. You can see me saying, I'm not comfortable really with you doing that. And he's like, no, I want you to. Well, also, it's like what you're showing is the actual horrors of the epidemic and how these people are ingesting. In these my drugs. mind, it's like, yeah, I want to show you the reality of when you shoot up this drug, it's not cool. It's not to be glamorized. It's like really horrific the way your yeah. fucking psyche shatters. And But whatever. It, ju a, it just shows you how... I'm a colonizer. 
It just shows you how ch like challenged and intimidated they are by the internet. Because like really, what what you're doing is their job at open source. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't you don't need a fucking you know you don't need a <coughs> network deal. You don't need any big funding. You don't need anything. You just need a fucking camera. Yeah, it's me and my old wrestling teammate Jabari with a fucking GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. That, they're terrified of that. That's yeah. what I yeah exactly. This that's the same thing with my fucking content, man. I was gonna say yours is. I've been doing the same thing that he's doing. I'm showing the same shit that the news is showing. And, and they, they don't treat you like a news group, though. No, like, you're a racist piece of shit. Even though you have the most non-biased breakdown of police footage you can see. Because Acorn Cop, you weren't like, well, he had PTSD. Fuck anyone that says that. Homeboy probably never seen a gunfight in his life. If an Acorn fucking hits a roof of a car, none of my friends <laughs> will well, do two combat roles. He said in the interview, he's like, I, I don't know. I've never been shot. I don't know what it feels like. When I was a cop and working on SWAT and nar like narcotics and doing all these things, I've had an acorn hit the roof of my car before. <laughs> but well, no, it's because you had that real. <laughs> I'm a colonizer. I'm a piece of shit because of the content that I'm making that you guys have been making for the past 60 years. It's like, why, why are you? They get and so weaponizing it. Yeah, they get so mad that like we're just doing it fucking better. Yeah, like give us some tips. Like, where, where, where are you going wrong with your interpretation of police footage? Like, yeah, how are you being unethical or bad about it? Yeah, exactly. They probably couldn't tell you. Yeah, no. same thing. Well, I think it's just like, uh, it's. It, I thought this was like a joke for a while, but when I went to journalism school, I realized that these kids. Oh, are, you're the enemy. I am the enemy. Well, oh. I dropped out, so oh, I'm like back right. on the side. But I was a traitor for a little bit. But uh, <laughs> these are very like envious, jealous people who hate yeah. YouTubers. They hate. Uh, new media and they cling on to old media as like a means of just, I don't know, tradition, even though it fucking sucks. And that's what you saw with, I don't know if you guys remember years ago, PewDiePie got in controversy for making some jokes and the Wall Street Journal wrote a whole yeah. hit piece about him. Yeah. Um, this also happened with Sam Hyde with Adult Swim, Joe Bernstein. <laughs> no, uh, the perfect, how, how I always compare this is they villainize Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah. How oh, the fuck <laughs> can you villainize the one dude that just seems like a good dude. And it's not like you have to, like, <laughs> love Mr. Beast content, but, no. like, he literally... Okay, I don't know if you guys know this. He owns a fucking giant... Multiple giant warehouses in the South where he gives away turkeys on Thanksgiving. He gives away food to people. And he said openly that he, he his plan before he dies is to give away every dollar he ever makes. Like how, They get mad. He... Mr. Beast cures a thousand blind people, yep. and they're like, the fucking Satan man himself. And As like, an apology tour, <laughs> he has decided to re-blind a thousand African men. <laughs> what, they, what they say is because he's making money off of it, he's exploiting them. Right? Which is fucking ridiculous, because if that is your mindset, how much? what have you done for any community, period? in your life well, like, well i changed my profile pic one time especially mainstream news though they're like this just <laughs> in youtubers are exploiting people of lesser means for money more at five after this commercial break of like, us doing the, the exact same, yeah, same thing. <laughs> they do the same shit. You know, here to tell you about your local shootings and all the, you know, the fentanyl epidemic. At 11 p.m., like, we'll be filming uh, a bunch of parents that got their kids shot up and asking them how they feel one hour afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's yes, literally that. That's their entire that is it. fucking career. I haven't seen a lot of YouTubers do that. To be After that, uh, Mr. Beast is the devil. Yeah. You're like, well, mm. 
Well, also part of it for them is like, it's like a commie thing. So it's like, well, actually Mr. Beast is bad because he's not fixing capitalism and instituting a uh, Soviet government to save the West. And it's like, he's just a fucking guy. He's just a YouTuber. Like, even if you believe that that's like the way to go, do you have any real expectation that Mr. Beast is going to do that? He's a fucking YouTuber. He's a 20, 24. How old is he? Yeah, he's he's like 25. Yeah. Yeah. You have a kid that's helping more than anyone's going to fucking help a majority of the human race and you shit on that person it's that you are part, part of the problem if that's the bro he, oh. he brought water to like <laughs> bad parts of africa like impoverished parts of africa he brought water there what and they're like well shit. well yeah mm-hmm. we need to talk about how bad he is <laughs> the NP- npc memes like the rich should give away their money to the poor mr beast does it <laughs> well, also, like, in a world where, like, I feel like YouTube content, a lot of it is, like, negative. Like, mine is relatively negative. I talk about negative things. Isn't it? Maybe it, we should have known that before you came down and did a whole video with our crew. It's over for you. But shouldn't they be happy about the fact that, like, uh, that, like <laughs> he has very positive content? Like, it's not he's like yeah, he's not shitting on people. Every video is like, here's how I helped these disenfranchised people. And it has, like, an inspirational, nice message. Like, if isn't you, that nice? If you dumb down their complaint, it's that he's making money off philanthropy, which, what is wrong? Like, what's wrong with that? That's the, that's the way. That's the way you can fund philanthropy. But yeah. what, the government should. But he's not. He's not like a rich. They're like, so good okay. at it. He has money, but it's, if you like listen to him on podcasts, I guess he could be lying. But it's not like he drives a fucking Lamborghini. He bought an i8 and then he stole it so he could get like a like a normal like Tesla Model Three, right? I, I can verify. Do you want to do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, like he's I've, worked with him, so like yeah, I've, yeah. can we say I've that? Done, yeah, yeah, Brand, yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. Brandon's worked with him. Multiple I've been times. with Brandon Since working like with him. 2019. I've just been doing like off videos and stuff like that. Like I've yeah. kind of seen them blow up over the last fucking god. I hate this sentence. Half decade. Jesus, we've been doing this a while. Uh, you were the guy in a Mr. Beast video. Yeah, I did their fucking cannon video <laughs> back in the day. I did their, you know, running from uh, running from uh, uh, U.S. Army. Uh, yeah, Zach, soldiers. Zach, the manhunt uh, thing video. Like we did that. We did we did a few videos with them, and uh, like I'm, you know, the joke back in the day was I'm Mr. Beast explosives guy. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, we really did, you know, you know, help them with uh, with a few videos and such. But I've seen the evolution of it, and they've always been growth oriented. They're trying yeah. to grow the channel as big as they can. But I mean, the guy—I don't know if this is where he still lives, but it, like, it's—it's it's a very modest house in North Carolina. But yeah, he seems like a relatively <laughs> modest dude who's obviously just focused on the work. And if yeah. you have a problem with the philanthropy, it's not like the philanthropy is to enrich himself. He employs hundreds of people to fuel the next philanthropy project, yeah. right? So I don't know. I, I don't really get the God. You guys, problem. I like this. Is if you guys in the future were doing right. <laughs> Do we use Shopify? Let me think. Yeah. For the unsubscribe merch, my merch, Cody's merch, and Zach's merch, all sold using Shopify. We also use it for a POS system inside of my skate shop. Shopify. So easy, you can use it even if you have brain injuries. No matter how big your business is, Shopify can help you with your distribution or payment needs. Shopify is your one-stop shop for starting your e-commerce career. You can literally build your own website on Shopify, launch it, and start selling products immediately. It also helps you sell more with less effort using Shopify's AI technology. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Over 10% of all e-commerce in the United States uses Shopify, which is the biggest economy in the world, and it is used in over 175 countries. Worldwide, you say? What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify's there to get you to the next level of business. Make sure you sign up for a $1 per month at shopify.com slash unsubpod, all lowercase. So anyway, about heroin. 
Yeah. Tell us more about heroin. When I was 14. The one I want you to watch, um, I don't know if you've ever, I, I want to watch you go interview these individuals. We've talked about it briefly on the podcast. It was the, uh, the super inbred family. Um, and the Whitakers oh, yeah. in West Virginia. They live oh, like Virginia. a few hours from me because I'm from Maryland. Have you interviewed them? No. Bro, that is, okay. How do you Who contact knows the them? Whitakers? I mean, I guess I can contact Smoke Mark Leda from Softwood Underbelly, but I think you just drive <laughs> to West Virginia, right? Like you fucking. <laughs> you just go to their house I think and you knock on their door, door right? <laughs> yeah, they, they talk in grunts. Yeah. That's, that's the one you're talking about. The one about. that talks like, like a dog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Call them up on Discord. You're like, hey, you down to do a video? Okay. I don't think they have Discord. They yeah. might. They might be huge. Ah! They play a lot of league, I hear. Well, they're huge. In the league. That guy, Mark yeah. Leda, has gotten so much shit for They can't speak English, but they can make really? a computer real well. well he Rocket was, jump champions. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the, some of the best interviews, Rocket and Rocket. now that family actually has support. Like, if you haven't seen it, they got the internet bought them a vehicle mm-hmm. to get around in. Do you know the Whitakers? Yeah, I've seen videos about them, yeah. Bro, it's the most. Cody, you've seen that. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. docs are so good. I love watching videos about inbred and or disabled people. My favorite genre. <laughs> yeah. That's Tom's first love. <laughs> That's why you got into YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. Tom was stimming at those people. <laughs> I want to make more videos. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I have inspiration. It's the Markiplier. I can milk you. <laughs> when people have a, you know, a moral version to incest, it's like, I understand your problem, but I got to make money somehow. I got any money. That's somehow. that's the Pornhub line. Like, look, I understand your aversion to this, but we got to make money, dude. I understand your aversion, but big sister, get over here. <laughs> that family tree is a fucking pole. I was like, dear God, telephone yeah, pole. And telephone they pole. they break it down, and they're it's, it's a very kind family. They just get by doing them, and you're just yes, like, yes, they do. What the. F- <laughs> 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 It's such a fucking interesting Uncle Daddy though. told sister mommy I could keep the kitty. <laughs> He's like, what the Uncle fuck? Uncle Daddy told sister mommy. What is one of your most, um, where you actually felt danger? Because you go to like bad spots. Even if you haven't watched this Hawaii thing, going to interview the blood crips, whatever they were. The first person, the starting of the video is like, yo, you're going to get shot. And yeah. then later, the next day after you left, someone was murdered where you were interviewing people. At. Was that the eight mile? No, this the is Skid in Row. Hawaii. Hawaii. This, this is was in Camp Hawaii. 4, Hawaii. The oh, blood. no shit, yeah. really. The yeah. Bloods of Oahu. Yeah, yeah. Bloods of Oahu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when was I most scared? Um, probably O-Block. Probably when I was leaving O-Block and someone sh- like fired shots off. Because O-Block is yeah. Hawaii? O-Block is in uh, Chicago. It's oh, like where King Vaughn is from. You guys know it? This is, this is I'm not talking about the I right I just know the here. crime, right? You guys don't know OG Bang Bang and Lil Flip and Sauce Walker <laughs> and Peso <laughs> Peso. Dude, and look at this I, group. I wish I did. Look at this group. And be like, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, of course. You know Lil no, Bang Bang. I, I only know oh, it because yeah. I... Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's cool. He, I only like, know about it because I watched the, like, uh, the preview clip you put up for your video. Okay, okay. Or maybe PKA is what it was. Yeah, I think I was talking about it on there. Yeah, yeah. But that was probably it. Probably when I, the gunshots rang, rang out. Because Oblock has one entrance. It's like the most dangerous project housing in uh, Chicago. It has one entrance in, one, one entrance out. Um, why am I fucking One entrance and one exit. Yeah, there you go. Uh, sorry. Um, and Line. There's, a, <laughs> there's, Line. A, there's an advanced auto across the street. Where are the, the writers? The unsub writers, please. 
my, my ghostwriter. There's an advanced auto across the street, and between the entrance and that advanced auto, there's been like 20 people that have been murdered there in the past uh, decade or two. And that's like right where I was walking when the shots went off, and I was like talking about it when it happened. I was about to cry like a girl. You guys probably would have been fine. You would have been like, hmm, that's a nine millimeter. I've never been shot at. No, never. Never been shot. <laughs> well, I wasn't shot at. I was shot near. Yeah. He's joking. That's what I'm saying. You probably would have like not been scared. Dude, I, I was talking to my buddy Ennis. I haven't talked to him multiple. Ennis, I love you. L- last week, I haven't talked to this dude in years, and he's doing fucking awesome. But he was like, oh. I was like, how often do we get in gunfights? He was like, I, I was like, how many do we get in? He was like, I'm like fucking probably 80 to 100 and something gunfights. I was like, yeah, that sounds about. I I forgot the number. Of how often that would happen and how normalized I got to it. I was like, what? Woo. We used to walk and just smoke cigarettes at night on missions. And they were like, don't do that. And we're like, why? The sniper at least will just hit here. And I'm not going to feel a thing. We're fine. That <laughs> was the, the mindset you're, you're going just so on. Desensitized <laughs> so desensitized to it at that point. So desensitized at that point. I don't care. I just want a cigarette. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. If they shoot me, it's going to be a headshot. Not with the way they zero their shit. No. (laughs) So you'd get to where you wouldn't even flinch if you heard gunfire? Uh, We did. We, yeah, we would have, yeah. We're very desensitized to gunfire IEDs. The last IED blast I've told it before, it was like a giant explosion rocked the vehicle. Me over the comms was like, IED, 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 just drive through. We pulled up. Sergeant Major was like, Quavis, you had no elevation in your voice at that point. He's like, you did not care. You just wanted to get home and sleep. I was like, 100% is all I cared for. Whatever. Don't care. Let's go through this box of tactical enthusiasts. A monthly subscription box for tactical enthusiasts. I've never heard of this before. Tack pack, tack pack, tack pack. Have you ever heard of socks? A deal like this must be hundreds of dollars a month. Using code unsub, this $60 box gets you $300 worth of stuff. This is literally. Yeah, it's 60 bucks. Look, you already get 60 bucks. This golden thing. I've literally been blown up in Wiley X's. Uh, Tack pack caters to a self reliant individual. Tack pack sends you. Useful professional grade gear each month. When Guardian Levio saw. Tack Pack has two main tiers Tack Pack and Tack Pack Plus. Tack Pack Plus is the standard box plus one or two extra pieces of amazing gear. Tack Pack. Use code unsub at tackpack.com. Where? Tackpack.com. And most importantly, it brings you to a grand total of $300 when you sign up using code unsub over at tackpack.com. We actually, all of us use Tack Pack. This is an amazing offer. Code unsub. How many people have been shot? Shot in Chicago this year. This year, 2024. Shot or killed? Just shot. 200. Wait, this year so far? This year so far. I'm going to guess 320. 1,000. 235. 243 people have been shot in Chicago this year. Unbelievable. That seems low. Bro, there's there's weekends where there's like 30 people shot in one weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fourth Fourth of July weekend. Oh, 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 already this year. Oh, I oh, yeah. in the past year. No, no, this year. This year. Yeah, this that's a month and a half. Chicago, Illinois, one of the places with the strictest gun control in the country. That's bizarre. It that's works. weird. It works. Yeah, gun oh. control works. Take them. It works. <laughs> and not tomorrow. Today. Today. Every gangbanger I've ever talked to had all the paperwork filled out and all the licensing and no illegal magazines. I swear. They do. They're 4473s like good chickens. Yeah. And they're also running for Congress. Of course. Yeah. Brandon Herrera. Donkey <laughs> labia eating. <laughs> <bridge>. <laughs> 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 
clapping in the wind Donut if you close your eyes. Donut operator is operating my into the dirt at Demolition Donkey <laughs> Ram. 18 three in the naked morning. cowboys in the showers at Ram. With Brandon Herrera and Donut Operator. And Joseph Rogan and Black Rifle <laughs> Ram. <at> 3 a.m. <laughs> I'm sorry, we lost that one. Coffee. Black yeah. Donkey Coffee. <laughs> <Dark> <laughs> coffee. Oh god. <laughs> we did that for like 45 minutes. Oh, god, <laughs> we couldn't stop. And then when we stopped, we're like, we gotta go to bed. We my, stopped filming. Uh, we, we didn't go to the next location. My favorite part we is that slept. like that album of shit that they did, like the Ram Ranch and all that shit. Uh Micah from uh, Garantham can recite it from memory, every fucking word, not only that, but like in the back of the van when we were in Salt Lake, he is screaming it. 18 naked cowboys ready to get fucked! <laughs> like he's just, he was That's awesome. going Micah Sorry, B-Van for the audio. Micah being Micah. Yeah. Who is Micah? He's a Grantham's camera guy. Okay, and, yeah, gotcha. Super talented dude. Awesome, awesome love dude. Micah. He's he crushed He knew the entire album from memory and was screaming it in the back of like a church van as we were in, there. in awesome. Mormon territory. In Mormon territory. <laughs> Amongst other things, he screamed <laughs> in Mormon territory. You guys got to fire some fucking fantastic weapons that you weren't used to. Oh, we uh, did an amazing range day. Thanks to the boys, these beautiful boys right here. They brought out some fantastic firearms, 22s. Revolvers. That's about Just it. A couple things. Yeah. Couple things. Paintball guns. <laughs> yeah, paintball guns. Airsoft. Nerf. Nerf or nothing. And then uh, we did what we do down here and shot some pew pews. And how was that experience for you guys? Fucking awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was like one of our best days of the past year, I would say. Yeah, it couldn't really. It couldn't have been any more fun. Yeah. Like I feel like I was like uh, my maximum happiness had been reached, and then you're like, "Hey, do you want to shoot the Thompson?" I'm like, what the. So we, we got there at, I think, 1 p.m. or something. And by the time 6 p.m. rolled around when we left, I thought, like, an hour had passed. Like, I didn't realize how fast it had gone. It, it, was, was, so it was excellent. Cool. Definitely my favorite gun that I shot was the MP40. That was a super cool gun to shoot. Oh, it's always a, it's a so crowd pleaser, dude. Shoot. It's sick. Like, it's probably no it's, recoil. Yeah, it's one of the easiest machine guns to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked the Galil. It was okay. The AKs were really cool. Uh, P90 was super sick. Yeah. Um, fucking hated the Barrett. Fuck that thing. That thing's fucking yeah. horrifying. That was one of the Bro, easiest guns to shoot. Holocaust on your shoulder. Get that like, thing the fuck away from me. That thing is. It, what, what's funny is it doesn't recoil that hard. Really? It's just the concussion. The the concu the blast of that that weapon going off will clear your sinuses. I feel like all the liquid in my brain like left out of my asshole or something as soon as <laughs> I much, shot yeah. it. Welcome to your first TBI, buddy. Yeah. I yeah. feel like as soon as Eat an avocado, you'll be okay. <laughs> as soon as I shot it, I remember, I remember thinking, like, get this thing the fuck away from yeah. me. First thing I said when I shot it was, is my nose bleeding? <laughs> like I got punched in my fucking face. Yeah, it was scary. By a toddler, right? Yeah, like, yeah that's what I, we said before. We, were, we said, uh, like, shooting the M82A2 feels like Hasbullah just jabbing you in the nose. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that thing. <laughs> But, but everything, exactly, everything it doesn't else is exactly cool. hurt, but it feels funny. You know? I feel yeah. like I got the wind knocked out of me or something. Yeah, the, yeah. the concussion is wild. It, yeah, it, even being being next to it's worse than shooting it. Yeah, because like if you're right in the path of the vent, dude, like seriously, like a mag of that, and you'll have a nosebleed. Really? It's yeah, it's well, wild. yeah, it's what's the bad concussion, percussion, all that is what is the even for a grenade, yes, shrapnel will do the trick, but that is what usually kills you. It's just that overpressure. Mm -hmm. Not good for the the old brain noggin. Right. Yeah, it was super cool, though. You guys have a cool property out there, and uh, all the weird animals and shit were pretty you cool. Shout out to the, Demo. Yeah, Demo. Yeah, Demo. Demolition yeah. Ranch. Thank you so much for letting us use your property. Yeah, super cool. What's, What's up? Your favorite? What was your favorite gun? Um, MP40 or the P90. 
The P90 was sick. I feel like I was in Call of Duty. What's <laughs> up with the goats? What's up with the the goats though? The black bellied goats. Oh, they just they just live there on the property. I like those. Do you fuckers. feed them or something? <laughs> they just, they're no, they cool. they just exist there. Okay. So he he uh, he bought this property. It had been abandoned for twenty years now, and the goats have just lived on the property. So they have constantly been going into the rooms. Um, you know, it used to be a resort. They've been going into the hotel rooms there and just we found live. one dead, like a skeleton, and one yeah, of one of them one of them locked oh. themselves in the room. In one of the rooms there. He shot himself in the head 23 shot times. Yeah, exactly. He had information leading to the de- the, uh, the the arrest of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yeah, dude. He was talking about Epstein shit. It was fucking... It was weird. I just picture a goat leaning against the wall and a gun in his hand and his hoof. The goat had, <laughs> it smells like teen spirit. The goat had a tattoo that said, I will not... Yeah. No, will not be investigated. Yeah, this poor motherfucker locked himself in one of the rooms there and just... Starved to death and died. Of course, Heather took his fucking skull. So. Naturally. He's hearing yeah. all of you guys out there having a fun range day. He's like, I'm so fucked. <laughs> Sam Hyde is here laughing about me <laughs> in this fucking room. You're gonna forget about me. That was the funny part about having Sam out to an event. It's like we weren't sure going into it. We're like, hmm. We like Sam. Like his content's funny as fuck. Like he's just a genuinely like really funny, like modern comedian, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know if he'll behave <laughs> and he's no yeah no he was great right? he was great you thought he was, he was gonna take a gun awesome. and be like oh well you know you're not sure like no. I, I know he's done content with guns before so we knew like going into it like okay he's a gun guy he knows what to do and not to do but we're like all right we have like some high profile guys here we yeah. don't need a scene to be caused but right now sam was awesome he was he was actually a cool dude no he was nice. a complete gentleman great guy like yeah. awesome person yeah he rocks. but going into it there was the apprehension where it's like all right which sam are we gonna get yeah, yeah. But after meeting him, it's like, you know, yeah, he's a really nice guy and he wouldn't fucking pull up and do some shit like that. Yeah, which is cool. Cause, and that's the, weird, that's the weird part. Like we were talking about with YouTubers you've never met, right? You don't know if you're going to get the version of them that's the real person, that's a cool guy, or you're going to get the fucking hit piece on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that leading, that's the perfect segue. What is one where you're like, I'm going to do a piece on this individual and there was the most recourse from it or pushback from it? Oh, shit. Um, we I think time? we just met one that I can't talk about. Actually, yeah. oh, can God. you make a? Fake yeah, what's name one you can't talk about? Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think there's been a huge one in the past few years that I've gotten like a lot of shit for us. And pretty, I pretty much try to keep the research pretty down pat. I mean, sometimes when I talk about people, I'll get like you know a Twitter thread or something made about me. It'll be like this guy did these things. He said this word on this live stream on this date. Like uh, I, the thing I feel the worst for honestly is just my friends because like when I hang out with someone like Wendigoon. He is, uh, he's more famous than me. Probably he's like four or five times more famous. Like he's huge, right? As you guys know. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah. And he, uh, he'll Good get storyteller. He'll get like, we'll get like Reddit threads made like Wendigoon caught hanging out with known racist Turkey Tom. And it's like, I just feel bad for people getting roped known into racist? my shit. Known racist? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, cause uh, it's never coming. Yeah. I don't feel that known yet. Chief, Chief Hand. Maybe now that I'm Blur with his face the entire congressman, time. congressman, I'll be known. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Christ. I mean. Yeah, I, do, I feel bad for people who like getting shit because of like shit I do, but I would say I'm I'm not uh, with the re- the videos themselves. I'm not a very controversial person. It's more just like who I am. Sometimes you know I make an edgy joke on stream now and then I have a bridge incident stuff like that. Yeah, it's like and especially with the- <laughs> do you just get the bridge thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That is the, I'm going to call incidents the bridge incident, well, and everyone that knows. I had a bridge. Knows. Yeah. 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 We were as soon as I got to Donkey Bridge, I was like, mm. <laughs> mm. We were saying yesterday the, the, the entire world is Tom's N word bridge. <laughs> Based. 
But no, Isaiah. And, and, and what's funny is that, like, well, you, you, we joke about that, but like, that's we're making a joke about, you know, the bridge, the incident that happened with PewDiePie. Yeah. The world's biggest, well, now second biggest uh, YouTuber that was half that size when it happened. Because it's like, okay, in reality, like, if you, you can you can pull jokes or whatever shit out of context, or just, you know, one fucking slip up somebody makes, but that doesn't actually kill their entire career. No, it doesn't usually matter. Gen, uh, ge, ge, generally, like, cancel culture, the thing I've realized is that the only way you really a lose month. is, like, there's, well, it's a month, but it's like, there's two paths. You can either cower to it and apologize, yeah. or you can make your entire career about the existence of cancel culture, which is what some people have done. Inside think, you, there are two wolves. Exactly. <laughs> I think the best One that's retarded. a fucking... <laughs> you know, one that's really annoying. One that won't shut up. And so I think the best. <laughs> Are you running for Congress? Yes. Okay. He's gonna win. <laughs> and it's gonna be hilarious when I get there. His opponent is such a fucking <laughs> dude. Okay. Anyway, I think the path, the real path to take is the third path, which is like just keep your head up, keep doing your shit, keep making content. Destiny, as we were mentioning, one piece of advice he's given me and many other people is like, look, if you get in controversy. You know, chill out for a day, get off the internet, don't do anything drastic. Nobody ever wished they responded sooner to like some kind of crazy allegation or something. And then past that point, just keep doing what you do. Because the people who understand what you do and know you're not a bad person, they're going to understand your intention. Uh, the people who don't, they don't want to anyway. They don't care. You know, they, they, they don't really want a sincere apology. They want you to be on your knees fucking sucking their... They want your life sucking, ruined. Yeah, th th sucking that's, their Zerdick. That's know? the thing that drives me crazy is the people who apologize for shit that they did nothing wrong. It's like no 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 There's no no. So you much don't of that on don't fucking apologize. You 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 stick by what you fucking like. If you didn't do anything wrong, don't cow to it. Because the only people that you're impressing are the people who will never fucking like you. Yeah, and the problem with that too is like you you create a yeah. uh, an unfortunate expectation if you have a habit of apologizing, where they think they can get you to apologize for anything. They force right? it, and like it's happened with Cody. And I mean, I was even one of the first people with Cody. I was like, do not fucking. Because he was, we I both on the same time. word one time. Yeah, you and I was like, don't you, fucking You called apologize. a straight white woman. My girlfriend, in joking manner. And I was like, don't apologize for that. And then he was like, yeah, I'm not going to. It's good. It's, it's fucking stupid to try to bow down for a, a joke. A joke. These a people hated you already. Yeah, they hated, yeah. your life they hated you already. They just found a thing to stick to. Yeah, they're like, you see why I hate him? Congratulations, you're still fucking hated, period. I mean, these people, if you see the shit they say on Twitter, they literally want you dead and they want your children brainwashing on hormones, so yeah. I just, I just, I can't fuck with that. You mean to summarize that real yeah. quick? Yeah, what the fuck happened, Cody? I'm sorry, this was on a, racist? this was in the middle of a live stream where we raised a quarter of a million dollars for yeah, veterans. Yeah, we, we, this we, is, in two days, we raised a quarter million dollars for veterans, which Brandon hates. Apparently, yes. I, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought I really got along with veterans and really, you know, I, I found that out a couple days ago. Apparently only 250000 that's it? Yeah. Only yeah, a quarter of a million dollars? <laughs> In two days? Very impressive. Of just yeah. jerk, impressive. Yeah. Very Fuck nice. You. Let's see how much Tony raised. <laughs> yeah, so we were really <laughs> In two days, we've done more for the veteran community, period. Cody, what happened though? We were, we were doing a live stream where it was uh, me, Brandon, Eli. It was a couple of our other friends in our friend's garage, and we had computers set up. So we were like, just let's just streaming at the time on Twitch. Yeah. We get shit racks. We have a blast. Yeah, yeah. We just got shit yeah. racks. And all of we our donations fucking, and everything went straight to boot campaign, I think. Yeah. Yep. Went straight to boot campaign. Uh, raised a uh, quarter million dollars for veteran families, uh, Gold Star families. And Eli's girlfriend was behind me, and I, I don't remember what chat said, but I turned around and I said, "Hey, come over here." 
that was it. And to to his girlfriend, a straight heter- <laughs> heterosexual female. I will say like, that's a very weird way to address a girl. <laughs> and, you think you'd be like, bitch. That was. That was <laughs> I've never seen a girl and thought. Well, actually, that's not true. But usually, <laughs> usually I don't think that. G fans over here. I know our editor is like. Hey. So many black boxes <laughs> and beeps to do. <laughs> you need a lot of Adderall to get through this edit. Just like, Sorry, buddy. The entire episode is going to be like, beep. Anyway, my name is Bleep. But that was my first Switch band. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I got banned for a week. But it was. After being a partner for like two years and bringing them un, like an ungodly amount of money. And you, and you see people's true personalities come out because like there were people that were like telling you like, you got to apologize like right now. Yeah, you apologize like, right now. It's like, no, it's dude. Like, no. Like, uh, yeah. I've, no, I've, no, no. I've never said that word to like a homosexual person. Like I, yeah, like you've never said it except for that one time. You've like, never yeah. said it in hate, which I think a lot of people forget that key word. In hate, if it's just a joke, if fucking Cody was like, "Come here, fucking bow my yards," I'd be like, "Okay, <laughs> are you paying?" <laughs> I'm not gonna take. Where it were you going with that? <laughs> so, no, but it's like it is in hate or whatever. If it's in a joking manner, it's it's a fucking word. I'm not gonna get pissed by it. The internet went up in rage for that. Was no, it like Twitter? Some, just people complaining. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, probably. it's not your real fans anyway. Like, yeah, that's, that's people, true. people who are fans of you probably don't think like is the worst thing ever. No, they probably no. Care. It, like the fucking there was I'm not going to say some names, but a couple of people got upset on Twitter and shit. And I got banned for a week and I was like, "Man, that's what I get banned it for." It caused some group turmoil. Yeah. But then in 2 weeks <laughs> what happened? Nothing. It it's, it's exactly what you were saying. Like you just chill out and let it happen and these people get bored and get on to the next person that they can yeah. fucking harass. Yeah. Well, especially if you don't get a good reaction out of that person. They'll well, find the next. What day, they want right? is to have you on a video crying or on stream having a mental breakdown. Like I'm so sorry, I'm a good person. Yeah, That's a continuous yeah. lapse of judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a serious lapse in judgment when I filmed that homeless person being beat by my own boot. Yeah. Well, where's the logical consistency with being upset that you called a homo a, a homophobic term to a straight white female? It doesn't even like. You're losing me. You're losing me on how I'm supposed to be upset. These motherfuckers would have never made it in the Modern Warfare 2 lobby. It's it's like a performative, like, just virtue signaling anger because you get Twitter likes if you're like, look what Donut Operator, 5 million subscribers did. What the fuck is this racist doing? How does he have any fans? Like, you get get attention from that. There's, like, a community of people online that are like, retweet, retweet, oh, my God, this is so Mm. disgusting. The locals again. Yeah, I mean these that are these these are the average like person who is in, living the life of a local. You know, well, that, th- and unfortunately, th- the people in our position, like there are ten thousand fucking people waiting in the wings, waiting for us to fuck up yeah. or fuck up in any regard. That they're just like now, now, now. But no, if it's but, but if it's any like solace, like just think about like, do you think these are happy people? Probably not. They're no. probably pretty miserable. You know. Yeah. At the end they're, of the day, we have our lives and they have theirs. And yeah, theirs is probably <laughs> best job I ever best had. Best job I ever yeah. had. I've let it get you in the past. It's Monday and we're drunk. <laughs> and I already drank my shit. Generally, with stuff like that, I think the best policy on? is to just I, fuck it. Should I? Well, let's I do so. one more. I got you, bro. Let's, I know, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll, one. Dang. You want to pause? Take a quick yeah. minute break. Oh, Tom's really modest, but I've met so many YouTubers, and he is one of the hardest working, probably the hardest working YouTuber I've ever met as far as like hours put in every week. Which is the next subject, because this is one thing. I, I always love our motivation segments. 
It is from you are 21 and you're already crushing life. And I li- like we, yes, it happened later in life for us. You now 20, you are all are I crushing. started when I was 24. He started when he was like 14 or 15. Well, to make it clear, to make it clear, YouTube wasn't a thing when you guys were my, when you guys were 14, right? YouTube wasn't really popping off. I think I've got a similar story to you, but just a little later. Yeah, like it was exactly. close. Yeah. Like, like when I was, when I was 16, I like YouTube was already a thing I was involved. In. Yeah, there you go. So when I was like 13, I was like getting really into YouTube when I was, by the time I was 14, I was like sinking hours in by the time I was 16 I was like skipping school to make YouTube videos because that's just yeah. all I cared about and so but it, but, but I, I don't like to say that I work hard because compared to let's say somebody who does manual labor what I do is not hard I say I work a lot hours yeah, so well, there's there's a difference between working hard and knowing how to delegate yeah right exactly. like you still work a lot you're not like necessarily slinging you know sandbags over your shoulder no. you're still working yeah. wow. and it's not to d- discredit like blue collar labor it is you are still managing how many employees do you have under you um contractors okay they don't have health insurance but like eight <laughs> yeah eight you are still at 21 and and resonate that with yourself it's like he is in charge of 21 or eight people at the age of 21 to be 21 and, and understand the actual difference between a contractor and a w2 employee <laughs> and the yeah. tax that says enough that. already <laughs> yeah. like, that means he has an escort and he's figuring out life at a very I do have an escort. Yeah. <laughs> but to be to be clear a lot of this is from my mother i would not fucking yeah. know anything my mom's like a fucking super bulgarian genius mastermind he puts like six I mean, look at his channels. Look at the three channels he runs. He puts like 60 plus hours of concentrated, focused effort in every week, no matter what. And that's probably... He calls me lower. sometimes and is like, oh, like he, he got a strike once and he couldn't upload for a week. And he's like, oh, like, what do I do? I can't upload. What do I do? Because he's just like so... Do I die? Well, that's the only thing I really... I like truly like I care about like people and friends and stuff. But like my motivation in life is like solely towards my job. But to be clear, when we say working hard, the hard work is like... I sit in my fucking bedroom. I wake up at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Look at Twitter. Sometimes 1 p.m. I look at Twitter for what's happening. I record a video. I'm recording audio. I'm writing something for like four or five hours. I'm streaming for four or five hours a day. Like, it's not like insane backbreaking work. No, but, but the, I, but the, I, the, the cre- yeah, the, the creativity and, and what you do, like if you'd stop doing what you did on a nine to five as, as like in your own mind, right? Eight people would be out of a job. Yeah, well, like that's, the, the stress of having their entire livelihoods, like having a, a small like football team's worth of people, and well, relying. Well, on that's news. the that's like the biggest point of stress for me is just like uh, part of the reason I want to do very well is like the money I make is proportionate to the money they make. So like and like one of my employees has a kid; they all have like you know houses they take care of. One of my buddies has a girlfriend he supports. So yeah. it's like uh, the more money I make, the more money they make, and so that's why I have a. On some of my stuff, we do a percentage model as opposed to anything else. Like on my second channel, my editor gets 40% of the revenue that I make because it's as hard as he works, it's as much money as he's willing to make. And so now he's he used to work for like the feds, um, just doing like websites and stuff. And now he makes like $10,000 a month, roughly on average, working for me. Just uh, And he works hard. I mean, he's working like, you know, 10, 12 hour days editing YouTube videos every day. But once again, like the work we do is like, uh, it's like we turn on, I turn on a camera, I talk about bullshit that I'm interested in anyway. And also as far as like what I got into, like you can talk about like, oh, we got into such a young age, but like I came in at the right time. I was exposed yeah. to the right things early on. Like there are circumstances that I encountered that made me primed to do this well i will i will say don't discredit your work ethic because you are if you individuals out there it is like blue collar versus what he does what we do it is a completely different situation like let's say you have a family you your sole responsibility is like my wife and kid or just my child and you're like okay i just have to take care of that individual you just said at your best you have to take care of eight employees 
make sure they're taken care of with contractors with uh, with good. Oh, look at him. He thinks he's people. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody who works for me is fucking subhuman, just so you guys know. Listen, you will never. Why why is he sitting at the table? (laughs) Quiet. (laughs) But you're. Shut up. Start filming. Lucas, start filming. Show dick. There he goes. He starts going. Lucas, show dick. Let me see dick. Um, all I, my contractors are also part of my blood cult where we do blood brothers and then we show each other our dicks to make sure that we all have blackmail on each other. So to be clear, if I ever <laughs> fire them, they're going to have ample opportunity to destroy my life. But you're still crushing like, Or make my life. I've got, I've got home it. at 6 a.m. I've got a big weird dick. It kind of looks like a, uh, it looks like a zebra or like a Tom's giraffe. Tom's a freak, kind of thing. He's, he's a weird. Yeah. He's so weird. I've gotten home from at 6 a.m. from filming all day with him and I go to go to sleep and I'm like, oh, I feel like shit. I'm, this is horrible. And he's like, oh, he goes to record another video and micromanage like four other videos at six in the morning for the next four hours but even you you're doing you just said i got home at 6 a.m and it continued to work and i will say a lot of people in this job or if they want this as a job they don't understand the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes to make it successful because none of this was just handed to any of you it's not my favorite saying is like you don't ride an elevator to the top you take Mm -hmm. the stairs if you want it actually make it to the top the elevator shit's not going to mean anything and it's going to fail take the stairs learning through process that is how you will be successful and you guys even at young ages which i fucking love is what you're crushing at right now yeah and you have to choose your path like you could you can build up it you can build it up on the side while you're doing another job or you can dive in like i got my master's degree became an elementary school art teacher quit my job on June, June 18th, had backlogged like eight videos, dove in completely. And at the two year mark of me having my channel, <laughs> I was down $20,000 cumulatively. Six months later, I broke even. And then now I'm, um, yeah, I have a profitable channel. But most people, 18 months or two years in, I'm down 10,000, I'm down 15,000, I'm down 20,000. It's not working. In two more Give years, up. I'm gonna be on 40,000. You know what I mean? You start getting negative. You so quit. the reason that, the, that I feel lucky is because when I was, you know, 13 years old, I was learning like Photoshop basics and stuff like that. And it's all from like YouTube tutorials, which is why college felt so worthless to me. Because when I was 18 and 19, I was in school and they were like, instead of, you know, I'm paying like $30,000 a year to be at this like private liberal arts college. And it's what they're trash. showing me is the same YouTube tutorials that I was learning when they I was show 13 YouTube years old. I have my master's. They show YouTube Literally, videos. Literally, in fucking, in fucking school, YouTube tutorials is what I was learning. And I was like... How do you not know Photoshop basics if you're interested in media at 18 years old? Like one it, of the it, reasons it, I it, dropped it, out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just fucking stupid. And I think if I had gone for something different, like I don't know, business or something, maybe that could have been. No, more. No, no, I no, was going. No, yeah, no, I, I promise you, no, no business is no different. Really? I was doing. I was doing. I was going to school for business pre law. At yeah, Campbell. And it was the same fucking thing. I get to sit down with out. business people, like masters in business, and I'm like, what are you fucking Well, I guess I just, I just don't want to preach to people about college being bad, because I'm sure if you're like a doctor or something, there's probably no, it, a it, reason no, to I would school. prefer my doctor have gone to college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, watch yeah. a YouTube video sometimes you don't get open heart surgery. Sometimes, you get, a doc- it, sometimes you get a doctor <laughs> that learns how to uh, fix yeah. a subdural hematoma on Discord, <laughs> and that's kind of a dark thing. But to be clear, like I had like... You know, five years kind of a head start where, like, I was living with my parents. I wasn't paying bills. I had a lot of free time to just no, do, yeah, the, but do this yeah, shit. Stop discounting yourself. You said I had a five year head well, start. Well, I'm okay. I'm proud of what I did. I'm just saying it's like, yeah. it's not all me. Like, me and Brandon come no. from nice families, good families, yeah. you know. We, 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 we had like a decent Great situation. Parents. If my dad had been like me or something, I, I would have been tough <laughs> to the YouTube videos. 
Yeah. You know, this tutorial is way harder to watch. Or you could have been really good at you know Sonic <laughs> fan fiction and done that whole fucking song and dance. That's the other. Uh, that's the other route you can go down. Yeah. Sometimes, certainly. Yeah, yeah. I think like, people make so much about like all oh, racial privilege and stuff, but uh, I think parental privilege is the biggest privilege in the world, and we were blessed. Having good parents like changes parents. your fucking life. Yeah. I don't even. My, my favorite. My the, I, I I say this constantly. The best gift my parents ever gave me was the the business mindset because mm-hmm. I came from a family of entrepreneurs. Like they really yeah. were were about that life. And like I, I was told from day, you know, to a degree, it might be like mildly scarring to, you know, most children today. But like I was told, like, hey, if you work for somebody else, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. You will own your own business. You will do your own thing. You will. And I'm like fucking like nine years old. I'm like, I just like Star Wars, dude. Like I don't know. What Pokemon. But, but like being taught how. Pokemon W nine. Yeah. They, they showed you the path, right? That's, inval- yeah. that's invaluable. Most people don't even think that the path is possible. And it's a mindset, like seriously, because there are people who just think like their entire lives, you know, public schooling and everything, they're just berated with get it, like get enough education so you can get a good enough job and retire at 65 with a pension of, you know, a reasonable amount so you can maybe make enough money that you don't die starving. That's the dream. Well, that's, I, the, that's the American dream. dream. And you're like, Ooh. I think there's a um, a false sense of security people get in like herd safety where they think like if I just do all the right steps, if I do well in high school, if I go to college, if I get a job, I'm going to be fine. And for some people, it does work out. But it seems increasingly for people in my generation, uh, it doesn't work out. It doesn't always work out to go the basic path. And I'm not saying everybody should be a fucking YouTuber, but I'm just saying there are other options. There's no shame in like trade school and stuff like that. I know kids who went to trade, trade school. Trade school is the way to go. Doing 100% super well. trades. If I, if I, if YouTube didn't work out, I would just start welding or something right. or like driving trucks yeah. because it, those kids it, do super well. Kids I went to high school with who are like in trades are making more money than the kids who got college educated yeah. will ever make. Yeah. I'm 10 years post high school. The trade people are killing it. They have homes. They're, they're starting families. It. They have yeah. kids. Most of the college people are like trying to. They're waiting tables. Yeah. Yeah. You are spending a lot of money to delay when you have to face the real world. Mm-hmm. That's what college is, you know, 50% of the time nowadays. But like trade school, stuff like that, like if you have an actual marketable skill that real companies need, mm-hmm. like if you know how to fucking weld and you're really good Become at it. Become a fucking journeyman. Jesus Christ, if you're 21, right? Like you, you can fucking get a really good paying salary at that. If yeah. you're just a really good TIG welder, fuck yeah, yeah go you, for it. You ever had a pipe break in your house, had to call a plumber? How fucking expensive it is? Where do you think that money goes? Right? This is like yeah. my favorite. Even you is a perfect example of you got, you were teaching mm-hmm. art school, elementary school, master. Yep. And then you're like, <laughs> now nah, I'm going to do something completely different. And you still say you're not comfortable in front of a camera. You just learned that mm-hmm. trade. Yeah, I'm definitely more of the like camera guy, editor type. Yeah, because that's what you started with. You're like, I'd rather be behind the camera than in front of it. But you're like, I have to make this work by being in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And now you're successful in that. You have fucking fantastic docs about it. And that was all self-taught. I'm actually curious now, where, where did you start with YouTube? What, what, what made you get into YouTube originally? Like, what, what made you get in front of the camera? What was the catalyst for it? Yeah. Um, it's kind of dark. My brother uh, passed away September 4th of 2019 and that was the first Thursday I was a school teacher and he was a technical sergeant in the Air Force and he had a heart attack and I just remember after he passed away it was really? like very, yeah wow. it was very no devastating shit. to my family and everything and I was thinking like damn my brother did everything right you know was a technical sergeant had his degree and uh, he was just living out like oh I can retire in like six more years or five more years and he was I remember him saying that all the time and then he had a heart attack and I was like I had gotten my master's degree I hated it I did and then when I was a teacher and I hated it I was just thinking of my brother, like, damn, if I die when I'm 34, do I want to die as a teacher or do I want to die having, you know, tried other things? And, um, yeah, so 
there was just one Sunday in January where I went out and filmed a video about a uh, <coughs> massage parlor that was giving out hand jobs in my local town. Just and, like your um, brother would have wanted. What's your yeah. brother's name? Yeah. Kyle Delane, yeah. Kyle, you're like, Kyle, I would want this. Yeah. <laughs> this is for you, Kyle. I was, I was actually going to ask about that earlier when we were at lunch because it was just very prominent. Yeah, this is uh, the hourglass has his ashes in it. And well, this is thank the you for Kyle's service. Chain. That's fucking amazing for what he did in the Air Force. Yep, the Air Force. What was it? The most badass branch. What? Dude, he's the smartest Air power. I will fucking, as a fucking dumbass that got shot, <laughs> if you're wanting to go to any branch, the Air Force is the smart choice rate. every goddamn time. Glass Los yeah. Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was just looking at like where my life was going, and I'm like... I don't know. The teaching thing wasn't for me. I taught in the hood, and uh, I never tr gave myself the opportunity to try something like YouTube because I was always going to school to be a teacher. And you're not taught uh, that mindset. It was like try something new and try something adventurous and try something out of your comfort zone is probably was super foreign to you. Yeah, my parents did not accept it at all because my mom's a teacher. My dad's the head of the IT department at the dental school in Baltimore, so they're like very well-to-do, and they're like... They're still like, hey, you should follow this job application to this day. My, uh, my mom wants me to go to college, yeah. Yeah, like to so this like day, that. our parents would be like, hey, you should, get, you should go to this to get this my, degree. Or what about this job? My dad actually gets it because he uh, watches a lot of Joe Rogan. So he understands <laughs> YouTubers is like a concept and he's gotten more into it. And he knows like some yeah. of the people that I watch, like he likes like Tucker and Alex Jones and stuff like that. So he kind of has gotten into that stuff. But It's so he, changed in the last like five years. It has. It really and my, has. Dad, my dad is like 50 and he's like Gen X, but he's like younger Gen X. So he's like just on the cusp of like he gets like YouTube stuff. He gets that kind of shit. Yeah. My mom is, uh, is from Bulgaria. Area. She is an immigrant. She fucking YouTube shit is like, she's like, you did what? You like film with this Brandon guy about some like retard or something? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay, that is okay. You I film mean, with uh, retard? Why you do this? Yeah. And she's still, she's still like, ideally, I think would like me Jesus, to no wonder they want space race. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she uh, she still wants me to go to school, but they are definitely proud of me. And, uh, you know, your parents are proud of you, I know, and they're mm -hmm. glad that we're, you know, succeeding in yeah. a field, uh, even if it's, you know, to my mother, not going to Dartmouth probably would be what she wanted me to do. But, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out that yeah. way. I'm definitely super thankful. But yeah, I think my brother thing was the catalyst for me to like come on camera more. I actually, fun fact, I uh, went to the Carroll County Current Tech Center, which was like an alternate school for art kids in high school. And I originally joined the video production uh class but when i found out i had to be on camera i dropped out and joined no the, shit. and joined the print production that's the how fucking irony of that that's how uncomfortable i was but still you can kind of see it in the nature of my content most of it is like interview based directing the uh focus to other people i can say for sure though when i film with him like being on camera is so draining for him like yeah. like by the, by the end of it you're like i'm gonna fucking go I, sleep for 10 hours i'm pretty introverted i, I do see it that like uh, i i can i can see it even just in unsub like for me like sometimes i just a lot of my content is like, you know, desk video stuff. And I know it's the same for you. It's like, unless I have a script, like it is so fucking draining to be on alone. But when you have an interview or when you're talking to other people, especially like when I'm amongst friends, like people, like my favorite people on the fucking planet, like it's easier to just like let yourself out of your shell and just talk. Yeah. You know, like and, get lost in the moment, have fun. You don't even realize yeah. like we're on a podcast right now. I haven't even thought about that we're filming. Exactly. And that's the key to it. It's not feeling like it's draining because all of, I, a true, I, I'm an introvert introvert but introvert yeah i could tell he was introverted more than i thought when i first met you dude this stuff is the most draining goddamn thing in the world when it is like especially with interactions with people or like any of those it is we will walk back and just sit there and be <laughs> we've had many stories we'll just like break apart from the crowd and we just sit in the back room we're like you want a shot yeah i'll do a shot bro 
It'll be us three <laughs> in a fucking hotel room. We exchange 80 words over an hour. <laughs> just kind of hanging out. With... These beds are kind of cold, huh? <laughs> yep. The oh. hardest shit in the world. What's on Twitter today? Not much. No, All no, right. No. See you later. Last trip I did with Tom, I went like autistic mute. He did. Yeah. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, you can. Wait, hold on. Cody, close this out. If you want to know about autistic mute, check it out in the after show. We're going to do uh, 10, 20 minutes of that. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining the Unsubscribe Podcast. I'm joined <laughs> today by Eli Double Tap, Brandon Buckingham, Brandon Herrera, and Turkey Tom, myself, Donut. Check us out everywhere. Oh,